Hello, my name is Renee. And if you love music as much as I do, I totally recommend you check out my new podcast series. It's called Break It Down Again with Renee. And what I do is I grab a song from the past and I break it down for you. I tell you little details about who, what, when, and where it was recorded and whatever happened around at the same time that song was released. It's fun and you might find out a couple of things that you might not know about it. So don't forget to check it out. Break it down again with Renee. Available everywhere you listen to your podcasts, like this one, the one you're listening to right now. Are you ready? All right, let's do this. Grab your coffee. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Grab Your Coffee with René Pineda. I am your host, René Pineda, and I'm very happy to be here for a third episode. You guys, it's been such an amazing ride, these two episodes. Uh, it started out as a trial with my first uh, podcast, which then turned into a second and now a third. I want to take the time to thank everyone that's downloaded and listened to the podcast so far. Uh, to my friends in England, I'm blown away that people are listening to my podcast in England. Hola, saludos, and stick around. There's more to come, honestly. Also, the people in Colombia, I don't know how it got over there, but it's there. Argentina, muchas gracias también a ustedes por tomarse el tiempo de escuchar este podcast. No sé cómo agradecerles. A gente de Centroamérica, sé que en Guatemala lo están escuchando. Y también en México, en el DF. My hometown, un abrazo muy muy fuerte a toda la gente de la Ciudad de México. Yo sé que ya no es el Distrito Federal, pero estamos de acuerdo de que toda mi vida siempre fue el DF. So it's kind of hard for me to walk away from it, ¿ok? Pero yo sé que es la Ciudad de México. Al igual que la gente en Culiacán, no sé cómo se regó la, la, la pólvora, but it's there and you guys are listening to it and I'm very, very grateful. Um, with that said, we're going to talk about some of the movies, Christmas movies, that is, that I expected some of you guys to actually mention, and nobody mentioned them. What the hey? These are Christmas movies that um, I think are great. I think they should be in your library. I get no money for this, by the way. These are just honest, good recommendations from the heart. These are movies that I think you should watch either alone or with your family and friends. If you have kids, believe me, they're going to like them. It's a great message on all of them. Todos tienen un mensaje. I promise you, you're going to love it, okay? So, we're going to start off with the first one, which is one of the ones that I think everyone should watch. It's called The Shop Around the Corner. Uh, by the way, these are in no particular order. I like them all, okay? I love them all. Uh, the Shop Around the Corner, it's a great Christmas movie starring James Stewart and Margaret Sullivan. Now, this is a classic movie, okay? It came out in 1940. It was filmed in 1940. And you're also going to recognize somebody by the name of Frank Morgan. Who is Frank Morgan? You won't recognize him right away, but as soon as I tell you who he played before, you'll be like, oh, that's him. He was the Wizard of Oz in the movie The Wizard of Oz, of course. He is the Wizard of Oz. And you get to see him in another light, but his voice is so peculiar, you're going to recognize his voice right away. Um, so in the movie, James Stewart and Margaret Sullivan, in their roles, Alfred and Clara, they each have pen pals and they've been writing to their pen pals for about, I don't know, six, seven months and they've fallen in love with each other. But guess what? They know each other in person, only they don't know it. They don't know it. Now, if the name The Shop Around the Corner kind of rings a bell, that's because there was a remake to this movie uh, 
we're calling it modern, but in reality, it's 1998, 22 years ago, with Tom Hanks and um, Meg Ryan. The movie was called You've Got Mail. Now, think back. If you've seen it, why it rings a bell is because the name of the shop that Meg Ryan owns is called The Shop Around the Corner. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. And so um, there are a lot of things going on in this movie, but there's one particular moment that makes it extremely Christmassy. And if you've ever had to move away, whether it be a state, um, a city, or a country, away from your family and friends and everything you've grown up with, that first Christmas when you're alone, oh my gosh, it is so hard to be away from them. And that's what happens in this movie. There's this particular scene where the 16-year-old kid uh, stays with the owner of the shop, and his name is Rudy. And the owner asks him, what are you going to do tonight? He's like, well, I'm alone. He's like, what do you mean alone? Where's your family? Well, they live in another country. What about your friends? I have no friends. I'm new at the city. And so the, the owner of the shop feels for this kid, and he says, you know what, Rudy? How would you like to have some roast duck and some an apple strudel and all these things? And he's like, oh, Mr. Maruchak, that sounds wonderful. He's like, well, guess what? You're going to get to have all that tonight. Let's go. So he takes the kid on, a, on an amazing, what sounds like an amazing Christmas dinner. And I think that's what everybody looks for when they come to a new country, hoping that things go better. And sometimes we get stuck being alone on these these holidays and it's hard it's very hard i remember my first christmas away um, when we first came to the u.s it was really hard because you grow up with uh, las posadas and then you have uh, family get together friends get together everything just changes you're all alone with your mom and dad and your sister in a place where you don't even speak the language it's it's tough so this movie actually speaks to me in that way, and I'm hoping that you get to see that aspect of the movie. I really recommend it. Honestly, I think it's it's definitely a good watch. Okay, moving on to the next movie. You were going to recognize his name also. The name of the movie is It's a Wonderful Life. Now, this is starring James Stewart, which also happens to be in the movie previously mentioned, The, the Shop Around the Corner. His name in the movie is George Bailey, and... The reason why this is a great movie, and it's actually in the number one spot on most, if not all, of the top Christmas movies of all time, is because it's such a such an emotional roller coaster ride. He gets into some money trouble, he gets drunk, and he wishes that he had never been born. Yeah. I think we've all been there, where we kind of get into some money issues, and we we don't know how to get out of it. You have kids, you don't know how to feed them because you have no money. Uh, you've got the rent knocking at your door. You've got the power bill. We've got the gas bill. Um, you just lost your job. Unemployment isn't coming in. Wait, sounds familiar. Doesn't it sound like pandemic 2020? Right? Exactly. But the way he says it, like, I wish I'd never been born and an angel happened to be listening to him. He makes it happen. And he shows him a world where he wasn't born. And it's not a pretty picture. He does not like it. And he regrets it. So what does he do? 
he starts begging to please go back please go back to the way things were and you're gonna have to watch it to watch the ending of it i'm sure most of you have seen it but if you haven't i honestly recommend you watch it i think it's a great christmas movie the message is beautiful and at the end of the movie we get to read this message that the angel leaves george bailey which is no man is a failure who has friends how beautiful is that at the end of the day all we want is to be loved and love and have friends y mientras tengas amigos jamás serás pobre watch it if you have a chance watch it please 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 you're not going to regret it all right another one of my favorites this one is definitely one of my favorites because i actually saw it uh, at the theater in 1992 it is the muppet christmas carol it's your typical christmas carol movie but this time we're gonna throw in the muppets to make it happen and it's really funny and it's very entertaining and personally i think it is my humble opinion that michael kane makes the best scrooge ever ever he's very believable Um, actually, when he signed on to the movie, he said that he would do the, the role, but he was not going to be a typical uh, actor acting with the Muppets, trying to be silly, over the top. We've seen Muppet movies before up until that point, but we've never had the chance to see a serious actor with him. And Michael Caine was not about to say, you know, I'm going to be silly. No, he went on a serious role and he makes the movie what it is a classic total classic if you've seen a christmas carol it's very very similar of course it's based on the, on the charles dickens book but with a muppet twist uh, originally this movie was supposed to be or set to be a tv special for abc but when disney found out about it they said wait a minute we can do something bigger than just a tv special so they started you know, investing not only time, but money into it. And they brought in Brian Henson, who happens to be Jim Henson's son. Now, back in 1992, it had only been two years that Jim Henson had passed away. So this was the first movie that was made without Jim Henson, the creator of The Muppets. And um, it's, 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 it's a beautiful rendition of uh, A Christmas Carol. What I love about it is the songs. All the songs in that movie are fun to listen to and you will be singing them for days. I can sit here and go through the whole movie and tell you word for word every single song. And I know them all. Because it was 1992, I was a kid and all I wanted to do was enjoy the holidays and that movie just brightens it for me. Instead of it being dark, like most of the Christmas carols are, this one is dark, but there's a Muppet aspect to it, so kids can actually watch it. It's colorful. The reds are bright red. The greens are just Christmassy green. It's just such a perfect balance. You need to watch it, and you're going to be singing along with them after you get to know it. If you've never seen it, next year when it comes around, boom, you're going to be singing right along. And... Um, Even though it is the same story that we always get told about the, the Christmas Carol, watching it with the Muppets in it, it makes it that much better. It elevates it. Honestly, it really does. Okay, moving on to the next one, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Now, hold on. Give me a second. I know everybody has their opinion about 
the Nightmare Before Christmas. I everybody thinks that it's a Halloween movie, and believe me when I tell you, Tim Burton knew exactly what he was doing. He knew that he was going to make a movie that could be played starting October all the way through December. Why? Because he is a mastermind. He knows, or at least I'm, I'm thinking he knew that he was going to be creating something spectacular. Okay? The film follows Jack Skellington, who happens to be the main character in Halloween Town. But like most of us do at one point, we get tired of the same thing over and over. Hold on, I need some coffee. And so what does he do? He walks one night. I feel silly talking about this because I'm sure all of you guys have seen it. And he gets to this place where all the doors for all the holidays are at. And he walks into the Christmas town tree door. And he's blown away about how happy it is. I mean, he comes from a place where everything's dull, dark, and gray. And suddenly, the reds are the brightest red you've ever seen in a, in a movie. The greens and the snow and everything. What's this? And so, he ponders and thinks and he puzzles. And he's like, I want this. I want to create Christmas. That's what I want to do. And tries to change his, his pace by taking over Christmas. And that's where... It comes into me where it's like, you know, it's it's a holiday masterpiece. You can start airing it at the beginning of October and play it right through Christmas time because it does involve a lot of Christmas. Santa Claus comes out in it. Um, kids getting presents for Christmas. It's a Christmas movie also. It's not just limited to Halloween. Now, here's one thing that I, I, I must say because it does read... Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas on every every single cover that I've ever seen. But let's be honest, the movie is his idea, but he was not the director. Most people don't know this, but it's actually Henry Selleck who was in charge of direction. And um, Henry Selleck actually, years later, directed another movie that I absolutely love. It has nothing to do with Christmas. It's called Coraline. If you've ever seen Coraline then you can kind of see the similarity between the direction. And that's because it's the same director. Tim Burton had nothing to do with that one, by the way, with Coraline. But he did um, present the idea uh, of The Nightmare Before Christmas. But he was too busy taking care of Batman. Remember Batman? He was so busy with Batman um, that he had to pass up on directing The Nightmare Before Christmas. And we got what we received from Henry Selleck as a final movie. Which is, I think, great. He did an awesome job. He basically took somebody else's idea. And, I mean, it was so good that even Tim Burton, to this day, loves it. And why wouldn't you? I mean, this is a classic. So The Nightmare Before Christmas is something that I think you should watch with your kids. And don't watch it as a Halloween movie. Watch it as a Christmas movie. Oh, oh, oh. There's a hidden Mickey Mouse. There's a hidden Mickey Mouse. I don't know if you guys are, are Disney fans. Where you have to look for the la cabeza de Mickey, like you know the ears and the and his and his face. If you find it, let me know, okay? Let me know if you find it. I want to know if you find the Mickey Mouse head. Let me know, okay? Uh, another movie that I think you should watch for the holidays is A Charlie Brown Christmas. My gosh, if you want to talk about a, a miracle, this is it right here. Um, the movie was made with $76,000 as a budget. 
Now, originally, this movie was meant to be a TV special. You know who sponsored it? Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola was the original sponsor for this movie. They were just going to do it as a one-time deal. And uh, on the signs that we see later on in in, in uh, the versions that we've seen after, you do not see Coca-Cola. But in the original one, you do see Coca-Cola signs in a couple of places because it was brought to you by Coca-Cola. Now, I'm going to post some uh, a couple of pictures where the Coca-Cola sign comes up. When you guys are listening to this, it'll be available. Okay, I'm going to post some of the pictures that were removed from the original movie onto my Instagram page. And you'll get to see the ones that I'm talking about. Great thing about this movie also, there are no grown-up actors trying to act as kids. What you hear in the movie are actual kids. And some of them are so young that they couldn't even read. That's why it's so honest. That's why it's so not over the top. you know. And that's one thing I'm always going to criticize about. Movies that get dubbed. Um, and I can only speak of Spanish, okay? ¿Por qué todas las voces de las, de las caricaturas en español suenan de esta manera? Why do they have to sound like that? Like, can't they pick up an, uh, like, better actors and make them better? Recorcholis, yo creo que esta película les va a encantar. Sí, Paco, vamos. Why do they have to sound like that? Why can't they just get real kid actors and, and, and have them act out the parts? It's a grown-up trying to be a kid. It's like, no, that doesn't work. Get the right voices. Si me están escuchando, por favor, hagan algo. Consigan a gente que de plano sabe cómo actuar y que sean niños. Porque nadie quiere escuchar que todas las películas tengan las mismas voces. Just, just a tip. Just thought I'd throw that out there, okay? And, and actually, I do have to say something about uh, this movie making history because it's one of the first movies, if not the first movie, to use verses from the, from the Bible. Up until that point, nobody had ever used them, I think. And, and suddenly you hear the closing of the movie when Linus starts talking about the Bible and the reason why we celebrate Christmas. In fact, I think that's the only movie that really speaks about why people celebrate Christmas. Think back. When have you heard a movie that talks about Jesus and his birth and mangers? No. He reads the whole verse, which is amazing. That is a real meaning of Christmas, but we forget it. We tend to go to the commercial side. Which is okay. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. Giving you commercial movies. But they bring out the best in people. But in reality, people, let's not forget. Christmas. Christ. Just another point to make for the holidays, right? It's not about the gifts. It's not about what you get. Right now, there's no money. And people are going to go spend money that they don't have. Uh, I know kids are expecting gifts for, for Christmas. But si no hay dinero... I think it's more important to keep food on the table than a gift, a toy. But again, that's just me. I don't have kids. I speak from the heart and I speak from what I think makes sense. But I don't have kids. So I understand if you guys are going to go spend money on toys. But I think having food on the table is more important and being thankful that it, hopefully it, the, the, the pandemic hasn't hit your house and you're able to live and, and be with your family and friends. That's what I. That's my takeaway on 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 that one. People are gonna start spending money that they don't have, and it's like, but okay. All right, you guys. So those are my recommendations to you guys. These are the movies that I think 
You should watch with your family. I think these are the movies that you should sit down and enjoy. Grab a nice little blanket, some hot cocoa, and just enjoy the time with your family watching these movies. I think you're going to love them. And I want you to tell me which one you liked best. I want you to tell me, Renee, you know what? I saw this one and I loved it. Renee, I saw this one. I didn't like it, but I did like this one. This is what I want to share with you guys. I want to share something that means a lot to me. These are movies that I absolutely love, that I grew up watching, and I would love for you guys to watch them too. There's more to Christmas movies than just Home Alone, A Christmas Story, and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. There are a couple other movies that I'm not going to go into that I think are Christmas movies, but um, most people don't see it that way because they're kind of different. Edward Scissorhands with Johnny Depp. I think that should be a Christmas classic. It takes time during Christmas. I don't know if you noticed, but the second half of the movie, it's Christmassy. There's Christmas lights. He makes it snow. So that's another movie that I think should be a Christmas classic. If you want to watch it, go ahead and check it out. I think you're going to love it if you've never seen it. If you have seen it, then comment. Let me know. Is it a Christmas movie? Yay or nay? Another movie that I think should definitely be checked out is Ojo. This is not a kid's movie, okay? It's called... Scrooged with Bill Murray. Even though it is a Christmas carol in a very twisted way, there are some scary scenes, but nothing a kid can't handle nowadays. Kids nowadays watch scarier stuff online. But if you have little kids, you don't want to freak them out. Um, definitely watch it uh, by yourself. This is a grown-up, scary version of a timeless A Christmas Carol. Watch it, you guys. I think you're going to love it. Um, and Bill Murray. You guys know Bill Murray. Come on. Over-the-top comedy. He's a jerk in this movie, but it's a really, really good movie. I think you should watch it. And another movie that I think should become a classic sometime soon is The Polar Express. The Polar Express was criticized because the animation wasn't the greatest. And again, we can sit here and talk about animation and special effects and their eyes looking weird and the color being off. But that's not what matters. What matters is the message. If you can see beyond the technical aspects of the movie and watch the movie for the message, for what it is, then heck, you've got a beautiful movie with Tom Hanks. There are so many scenes in this movie that I think should make it qualify to be in the top 10. But because the quality of it when it was, um, when it was made wasn't there just yet. And they made it a computer animation. It wasn't there yet. And they were experimenting with um, sensors on the body and acting. That's amazing. But people don't see that. By the way, Tom Hanks plays all the roles for most of the characters in the movie. For instance, the dad, that's Tom Hanks. The kid, that's Tom Hanks. Santa Claus, that's Tom Hanks. He does all the acting. The voice... For the dad, that's Tom Hanks. The voice for the hobo, that's Tom Hanks. The voice for Santa, slow down, that's Tom Hanks also. So if we can look beyond the technical aspects and watch it as a beautiful movie that it is, I promise you, you're going to love it too. And let's not forget the closing song, Believe, by Josh Groban. If you want to feel Christmassy, that is definitely one classic Modern classic. We'll call it a modern classic, okay? All right, you guys. Uh, don't forget to follow me on Instagram. Follow me as Rene Alaire. Rene Alaire. Thank you guys for tuning in. 
and I will catch you next time. Remember, keep smiling and think of me when you're having your coffee. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Hello. I really hope you enjoyed that last episode. If so, be sure to subscribe and turn on your notifications. This way, you'll know every time I drop a new episode. Also, if you're enjoying the content, why not help support the project? Either one, grab your coffee with Rana Pineda or break it down again. You'll find the link in my bio on my Instagram page. Look for me under Rana Pineda or Rana Alaire. Thanks for the support.